traditional Greek food in northern Colorado. Good morning. Welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Greetings, everybody. Hope everybody's having a wonderful weekend. I'm going to start out with the verses out of today. Uh, Today, be sure to have your Bibles. We're going to go continue to go through the book of Ephesians. I had initially planned to go through uh, chapter 2, 3, and 4 of Ephesians, but I felt that I needed to go through the whole book. And the the uh, objective is to look at what Paul is presenting to the churches in Ephesians, what he had presented to the churches in the book of Romans concerning Israel is a nation concerning the body of Christ with two peoples, the Jews and the Gentiles. And the objective also is to talk about the mystery in Revelation chapter 11, the two witnesses. The two witnesses are two corporate people. Jew and Gentile, but they're the two corporate peoples in Messiah, in Christ. They are the two witnesses in Revelation 11 are born again, and they are the uh, overcomers at the end of the world who are going to be the in the principle of the prophets of Israel who will present God firstly to the Christian people and then secondly they will present God to the unbelieving world and to I guess I would say present to the unbelieving world a God who has come to punish and to judge the evil of the time. I'm trying to condense it, but to begin with, to understand who the two witnesses are, you have to go back to, or you, we have to go to Romans chapter 9, 10, and 11, which I have covered a month ago, uh, three weeks ago, Then 
Ephesians chapter 2, 3, and 4 will talk about the two people that are in Messiah and how God caused a oneness between them, how Christ brought a oneness to them. The, uh, but, but before I begin there, I want to, I'd also brought in verses out of Deuteronomy chapter 32, the final words of Moses to the children of Israel before he, that was his final address to them. And in it, he states in verse, verses 1 and 2 that in the time in which we live, God is going to, wants us to proclaim the name of the Lord to our, the societies in which, to the societies of the world today. But I'm going to start out of Hebrews. People don't realize, many Christians do not realize that Jesus Christ is God himself. There is a Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They are one, but they're a plurality. Isaiah 9, 6 says, that Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given, the government shall be upon his head, upon his shoulders. He is a mighty God, he is an eternal father, he's a prince of peace. So the Isaiah made it clear to the children of Israel that a babe would be born and the government would be on the shoulders of this babe and that this child is the mighty God, the eternal Father. And for the Christians in uh, the churches today, we don't realize that Jesus Christ is the very God of the universe. And Paul, in Hebrews, he presents Christ, the Messiah, as God, and I'm going to read to you. This is out of the, I study out of the King James, but I'm going to read out of the Living Translation. Verse 1, Hebrews verse, chapter 1, verse 1. Long ago, God spoke in many different ways to our fathers through the prophets. Many different ways he spoke. In visions, in dreams, and even face to face, telling them little by little about his plans. And in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul, in each book, and Peter, Jude, James, little by little, they were presenting something about who Messiah was, who this Son of God was. Little by little, and in the time in which we live, little by little, God is revealing the revelation for our time. The, the mysteries 
are being opened. Like Revelation chapter 11, the matter of the two witnesses. It's been a mystery. And, but at the end of the world, the mystery would be open and would be made known and the mystery would be understood. God would hide things until the right time. A mystery is an undisclosed matter to be revealed. And now this mystery of Revelation 11 is being revealed. Going back to Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1. He visited them in visions, dreams, even face to face, telling them little by little about his plans. But now in these days, he has spoken to us through his son, to whom he has given everything, and through whom he made the world and everything there is. So the son made the world and everything there is. Verse 3, God's Son shines out with God's glory and all that God's Son is and does marks Him as God. This is who lives inside of us. The very God of the universe lives inside of every born-again believer. I'm going to read that to you again. God's Son shines out with God's glory, and all that God's Son is and does marks Him as God. He regulates the universe by His mighty power of His command. He is the one who died to cleanse us and clear our record of all sin. And then He sat down in the highest honor beside the great God of heaven. Now this is where the curveball hits the Jewish people. And it hits the Christian people too. How can there be? There's got to be two. If he's sitting down before, beside the great God of heaven, then there must be two. No. There's one. God is one. But there is a plurality. And Within every believer, God the Father is in you, God the Son is in you, and the Holy Spirit as God is in you. Do you have the experience of three different spirits in you? No, one. Going to verse 4. Thus he became far greater than the angels, as proven as proved by the fact that his name, Son of God, which was passed on to him from his Father, is far greater than the names and titles of the angels. Okay. As I go into the book of Ephesians, as I, as I continue, we're going to talk about the angels. We're going to talk about the holy angels of God and we're going to talk about the angels of God who rebelled. And Paul discusses these angels 
good and fallen. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and present something to you that Paul, ab above all the apostles, there was something that he discussed concerning the angels that the other apostles didn't discuss. Peter discussed it in one chapter uh, two one time. So I'm going to go ahead and leave Hebrews temporarily to go to Romans chapter 8 verse 36, 7, 8, and 9. As it is written, for the sake, for thy sake we are killed all day long, we are counted as sheep for the slaughter. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Verse 38. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, neither height or depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, why would, in verse 38, Romans 8:38, why would angels try to separate us from God? from the love of God. Well, Paul is not talking about the holy angels. He's talking about the fallen angels. Not Neither life nor death, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers. So he, I think this is the first mention where Paul talks about angels, principalities, and powers. And in the book of Ephesians, he discusses them even more in depth. Okay, now, 1 Corinthians 15, 24. Then the end is going to come when they will deliver you, will de when, they, when he shall deliver up the kingdom to God, even the Father, where he shall have put down all rule and authority and power. So now Paul in 1 Corinthians 15 is saying that there's going to come a time when Christ is going to deliver up his kingdom to God, even the Father. And at that time, he is going to have put down all rule, all authority, all power will have been neutralized, will have been dealt with the power of the rulers and the authorities, these principalities, is done. Ephesians chapter 1. I'm going to read 17 through 23. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, and before I go on, the reason I'm presenting this to you is because in Paul's writings, he wanted to make it clear to the churches, especially in the, in the, in the churches in, in Ephesus, that there are these powers, these rulers, these principalities. These are the, the high, the commanders that are in the 
kingdom of darkness. And it is these principalities and powers and rulers in the darkness that rule that kingdom that we are at war with. He understood this 1900 years ago. But he is presenting it. Everything is being presented in the scriptures to this generation, to our generation. The princi principalities and the powers and the rulers and the prince of the power of the air working together, they have been able to create a very sophisticated cosmos, a world. A world that is a thousand times different from what the world was like 2,000 years ago. And these principalities and powers and all these rulers in the heavens controlling the fallen minds of men have been able to put together these sophisticated societies in the world presently. And not only are they sophisticated, but with the technology that has come into the world, all of this sophisticated technology, the, the way that the cultures are, this is all designed to destroy the people of God, to destroy the spiritual abilities of God's children, to deceive them, not just the world, I'm only talking about the body of Christ, to deceive God's children, to make them ineffective, to cripple them, to keep them from getting their momentum, to be able to understand and see what we are really up against, to understand that the purpose of the devil is to destroy and interfere with the great plan that God has for our time. It's difficult to to present it the way I want to, but I'm, I'm going to get it to you. In, uh, as an example, in northern Colorado, I've stated to this audience many times before, and this is always in my mind, always in my thinking, the move of the Holy Spirit there are moves of the Holy Spirit presently all over the world today. Each move is different. Each move has a different objective. Nevertheless, the Spirit of God has purposes, His purpose in the regions of the world, with peoples of the world. So does the devil. The devil has his children in every city, every country and the two witnesses in Revelation 11 this these Christians at the end of the world these Christians that are faithful 
that have their balance in God. These Christians are the target of all of the satanic world presently. These two witnesses in Revelation 11, these are the, this is the plan that God had to use these two people that will be effective in bringing the judgments upon the evil world in the time in which we live. Just like Moses was able to pray the plagues on Egypt to judge Pharaoh, to force Pharaoh to free the children of Israel, to allow them to go into the wilderness. God's people need to be free to worship Him, to serve Him. And Pharaoh, the devil, is not going to release God's children. So there has to be, in a type of Moses, there has to be these prophets, these people that are faithful in the world. And when they begin to testify, it is going to bring encouragement to the whole body of Christ, and it's going to bring fear upon the nations of the world. Because these two witnesses are born again, and they are going to do exactly what it says in the book of Revelation chapter 11. They are going to stop the rain in their vicinities, and they're going to bring plagues and judgments as often as they desire for three and a half years upon the kingdom of the children of the devil. You've never heard this before. That is the two witnesses. The two witnesses, two corporate people of God, Jew and Gentile. And as I finish presenting to you this matter that Paul presented more than any of the other apostles, the matter of the powers in the kingdom of darkness. And he wanted the Christians at that time to understand that these powers that rule in the air, in the heaven, they are powerful, they are working together with the prince of the power of the air. They have deceived the children of the world to fight God, to, to, to uh, bring persecution to the Christians. Nothing has changed in 2,000 years. But Paul wanted the Christians to understand what they're up against. And that's why I'm bringing these verses to you. Okay, now I'll go back to Ephesians chapter 1. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. This is vital for God's people. That you will have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. That the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of His calling and the riches of His glory of his inheritance in the saints. There is something that is in us that we don't get. We don't understand. Because again, the cosmos, the world, is powerful and is 
is able to deceive the Christians from ever seeing what it is, who, it, who is in them, and the power of that resurrection power in them. And what the riches that we have received through Christ. And what is the exceeding greatness of His power? Exceeding greatness of His power to usward who believe according to the working of His mighty power. It is not in our power. We are not to engage. We are not to, to do anything in our power. We have to learn to take the strength of God to work in His power. Otherwise, we're going to burn out. But if we learn how to, to uh, work and do whatever it is God asks us to do in His power, then we're going to be victorious according to the working of His mighty, mighty power, which He wrought in Christ when He raised Him from the dead and set Him at His own right hand in the heavens, in heavenly places. Okay, so this gives you a little break. Get your Bibles out. Get your Scripture out because we're going to continue. This is vital for you to understand because these principalities and powers you think they've come at the church you wait to see what they're going to do we'll be back hi everybody it's leah with leah live join me weekdays from four to six where we will talk about the news both local and national that could possibly change our lives 1360 khnc is proud to announce our partnership with my kind cbd a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Does this corrupt monetary system give you a whack to the head or a poke in the eye? 
Call Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592. That's 800-951-0592. Don't be a stooge. Buy gold and silver today. If you have a business or talent that you think should be on the radio, you can advertise with 1360 KHNC. Just call Bucky, 970-825-9305 or Bucky Dillon at KHNC.net. Get noticed with KHNC. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus You know, uh, no army, a commander, a wise commander, would never send his troops into battle without letting them know what the enemy, who the enemy is and what the enemy is all about. And this is what Paul is doing. He is telling the churches of his time who the enemy is and the power of the enemy, but he's also explaining the power and the authority that we have been given, which is far greater than the power of the enemy. We have the weapons that are the most sophisticated. Uh, there are no more. There are no greater weapons for sp- fighting spiritual battles than the weapons that we have been given. We have been given the power that is in the name of Jesus Christ. His name is above every name. I'm going to go back to Hebrews chapter 4. I'm sorry, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 4. Thus he became far greater than the angels, as proved by the fact that his name, Son of God, which was passed on to him from his Father, is far greater than the names and the titles of the angels. So, Paul again, here in, Revel- in Hebrews chapter 1, uh, chapter 1 verse 4, is talking about the angels. And he, in his thinking, is not talking just about the holy angels. Gabriel has a high name. It's an honorable name. The angel Michael, the same. But Christ's name still surpasses is far above and greater than the names of Gabriel or Michael or Lucifer or these other powers in the heavens that serve the prince of the power of the air. So Christ's name has more glory and more power and authority than the names of these angels. Going into a battle, we have the blood of Jesus Christ covers all of our sins. Then, in uh, Revelation chapter 12, they overcame him, the accuser, by the blood of the Lamb, by the uh, the uh, oh boy, by the blood of the Lamb, word of it. By the bah, bah, bah. they overcame him by the blood of the lamb, 
by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their soul lives unto the death. In other words, they, even to the point of death, their soul life was was uh, consecrated. It was they were given, and even if it cost them their lives, their soul life meant nothing because they knew what they had. We do. We know what we have. Now, Ephesians one. Twenty, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Verse 21, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which has which is to come. Again, Paul is saying, it does not matter what power these things have, what might, or the dominions that they rule over, or their name. Christ has been placed far above all of these principalities, not just in this world, but also in that which is to come. Verse 22, He has put all things under His feet and gave Him to be the head over all things to the church which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. There is one head of this church, of this body. And many pastors forget that. Many pastors forget that there is one head. Christ is the head. This is his body. He's the one who fills all in all. Now, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2. And you has he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, where in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. This spirit is working in these children. Paul calls them the children of disobedience. The Apostle John in the first epistle, one, uh, I think it's chapter three, calls them the children of the devil. So the children of disobedience or the children of the devil are being controlled and they walk according to the course of the cosmos, which is ruled by the, the prince of the power of the air, and they are under his, they're captured by him. He controls them. They're walking according to the power of the prince of the power of the air. Now Ephesians chapter 3, 8 through 10. Unto me, who am less than all of the, Unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of this mystery, a mystery which from the beginning of the world has been hid 
in God who created all things by Jesus Christ. That goes back to Hebrews chapter 1. It says in verse 2, But now in these days He has spoken to us through His Son, whom He has given everything, and through whom He made the world and everything there is. And Paul is once again stating that here in Ephesians chapter 3. To make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world has been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. Verse 10. Now, to the intent that now, unto the principalities and powers in heavenly, heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. Again, he's talking about the principalities and the powers in heavenly places. And, Paul is saying that these principalities and powers they have to know what God is doing they have to know that it may be made known and we are the ones who are going to let them know the manifold wisdom of God the principalities and powers going back to Revelation 11 they know that these faithful believers at the end of the world, Revelation chapter 11 is talking about the overcoming believers in the last, in the tribulation, in the first half of the tribulation. These two witnesses, they testify for three and a half days. The code is days. One, two, three and a half days. That's the code. But, the reality is the days are three and a half years. These two witnesses prophesy for 1,260 days. Not three and a half 24 hour days. Each day is a year. So 1,260 days they prophesy. And this is why the kingdom of darkness is doing everything to make sure that these children of God, Jewish and Gentile, they stay at war with each other. We're going to talk about that as we get into Ephesians. There is an enmity. There is a hostility. There is a, uh, uh, a problem between the Jewish and the Gentile Christians that Paul was addressing in Ephesians. And he says that Christ has broken down and eliminated that contention. But still, I see it as I have gone through the last 40 years and been involved with the Messianic movement and the Christian churches, the Gentile churches, and as I've watched it throughout the, uh, the churches in, the, in this nation with the big assemblies like the Catholics and the Lutherans, and I see the anti-Semitism. I see the anti-Semitism for sure, but I see within the church, I see a hostility between the Jewish Christians and the Gentile Christians. It's an enmity. God has broken it down. And this is why the devil 
his strategy is to make sure that the Jewish believer and the Gentile believer they have conflict and to make sure they don't see and understand this mystery in Revelation chapter 11 God has two peoples I've been talking about this for the last two three weeks he has two people the people that were not his people have become his people and Paul is presenting this now in Ephesus to the believers in Ephesus one one main thought that Paul has is I want you Gentile believers to understand what you have received in Messiah you have received what the Jewish believers the promises they had in the covenants you have in in Christ greater riches greater uh, promises than what was given to natural Israel but those promises still are to them they have not been they're, they're, they're still in force but in Christ with the Jew and the Gentile we are in a different set of rules and laws spiritually we're under the laws of life we're in a covenant that was that is of blood it's a blood covenant and through in that in this in the uh, relationship in the body of Christ we are both adopted we are both redeemed well the, the the Gentiles are adopted this is where the this is where it's really hard where the the devil doesn't want the revelation to be understood the Jewish people through, a, through natural birth the Gentiles through adoption nevertheless both are gods both are given exactly the same promises for an objective and there cannot be contention and Paul is presenting these principalities and powers of, of all the apostles no one understood it like Paul now in uh, Ephesians chapter 6 I'm coming back to what my what I'm talking about I'm coming back to it but I'm going to be using the scriptures to make it a little more clear so we'll go on into that in a second verse Ephesians 6 verse 11 put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wells of the devils why because the devil's coming to knock you down the devil is coming to get you knock you get you off balance to to keep you on your back that you may be able to stand and if you look at Revelation 11 these two witnesses they stand before the God of the heaven they stand put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places 
Paul made it a point to to just hammer this one matter of not the holy angels. He is talking about the fallen angels. And Paul makes it a point to present this repeatedly. In, in Romans he mentions it. In Ephesians he's mentioning it. Mentioning it. In 1 Corinthians he mentioned it. But against the principalities, against the powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now in Colossians chapter 1. Giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. There was a time when we had no power to be moved out of one kingdom into another. We did not have that power. But through Christ, we have been given the... We have been moved from the power of darkness, delivered from that power, and translated into the kingdom of His dear Son. That's Colossians 1, verse 12 through 13. Now, 14, 15... Through 18 states this in whom we have redemption through his blood through the forgiveness of sins or even the forgiveness of sins who is the image of the invisible God the firstborn of every creature for by him were all things created that are in heaven that are in the earth visible and invisible visible things invisible things whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers all things were created by him and for him and he is before all things and by him all things consist he is the head of the body the church who is the beginning the firstborn from the dead that in all things he might have the preeminence Then in chapter 2 of Colossians 2.10, 9 and 10, For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Paul is emphasizing <coughs> repeatedly the authority that we have exceeds the power of all principalities and powers and rulers and thrones and dominions and these things in spiritual places. God has to give us that understanding in the time in which we live. We'll be right back. This is Chad Yarmer, pastor from the Altar Church, 1630 North College Ave in Fort Collins. I'd like to invite you to join us this Sunday at 10 a.m. as we worship Jesus. Join us as we journey together to be equipped to fulfill our kingdom purpose through the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. You'll experience authentic worship and a faith-filled message where the Holy Spirit is welcome and everyone is family. Find out more at our webpage, thealtarfc.com. That's thealtarfc.com. 
if you're part of Rocky Mountain Paradise, has been waiting to burn for 100 years, this fall you should call Affordable Tree Service North at 568-6898. I have three houses fire went around, and Rob's handiwork saved four miles of Boulder Mountain Lodge. We can get raging fire to drop out of the trees long before it gets too close to home. If the fire marshal flagged a drive or you're worried about the power lines, call 568-6898. I'm a tree-cutting man. Why does it seem America is slowly sinking? Whose fault is it? It's not the Obamas or the Clintons. It's not Republicans or Democrats. It's not corporations, the military, or foreign countries. It's the Federal Reserve, a central banking system made up of private bankers that corrupt and control virtually all aspects of the world's money supply and the economy. All of the major problems of the world can be traced to the Federal Reserve and central banks of other countries. Hi, I'm Jason with the Colorado Front Range News Hour. Catch my show with co-host Brian here on KHNC 3 to 4, Monday through Friday. We sell gold and silver, the best way to protect your hard-earned money. Call 800-951-0592 and keep those blood-sucking bankers out of your wallet. You're out with your family when... Reports of an active shooter of an active shooter. Dozens of shots. Unfortunately, in the world we live in today, this is an all-too-common occurrence. Contact Unfair Advantage Defense Solutions at 970-578-9821 or unfairadvantagedefense at gmail.com. And I'll give you the unfair advantage in the fight. That's Unfair Advantage Defense Solutions, 970-578-9821. You can also follow me on Facebook at Unfair Advantage Defense Solutions. Firearms and Emergency Response Training. Kids. When making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. All right, well, we're finishing out this hour, and uh, I'm just going to leave you with this thought on these verses. There's a war that is coming. The Christian churches do not realize that the war that is taking place against the churches of God right now, as powerful and as, uh, well, the war really right now is going to intensify and to understand that these principalities and powers they are what we are at war against and then they use the children of disobedience the children of the devil we're at war but many Christians don't realize it but Paul made it clear that there are these principalities, these powers, these spiritual wickedness in high places, these thrones, these dominions. But in Christ, Christ, His name is far 
above is higher than any of those names his authority is greater than their authority he created all things and they these creatures are even entities are even being used for his purpose they are they are a part of his strategy he uses them he created them he uses them it's odd but that's just the truth now as we go into the second hour now I'm going to go back we're going to start in Ephesians chapter 2 so again get your your verse your Bible your Bible's out so you can look at the verses and in the meantime uh, my contact information is P.O. Box is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, 80502. And <clears throat> the uh, I do have during the week from Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3, the Present Truth Program. And in the Present Truth Program, I am showing and present to the audience what the children of the devil are doing and uh, how the, they are being used by the devil in the matter of these weather warfare weapons with the matter of the vaccines, the vaccinations. So, I will be back. Get your Bibles out. We're going to go into a little more spiritual insight into what's happening in northern Colorado and how we fit into this plan. I think this is what you need to know. These principalities and powers are at work in this, these counties. Hey man, pass the battle over and take a couple of hits off the MyKind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the shopping button, man. Silly Jamaican, there's no THC in this product. It's certified THC-free. Just go to the website, 1360KHNC.com, click the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. One person is dead and three others are hospitalized after a quadruple shooting at an Aurora hotel late Friday night into early Saturday morning. It happened around 2 Saturday at the Hyatt House at Colfax and Peoria. Police said the victims were having a party in one of the rooms when a fight started and someone began firing into the room through the door. Police arrested two people with the help of hotel security. The three injured victims are expected to survive. The COVID-19 pandemic is now the deadliest in U.S. history, having killed more than 700,000 Americans as of Saturday. 
That's significantly more than the 675,000 killed in the flu pandemic of 1918 and 19, when the nation had only about a third of today's population. 7,887 Coloradoans have died of COVID so far, 829 people currently hospitalized statewide for treatment of the coronavirus. While those hospitalizations are dropping slightly, health leaders say a much sharper decline is needed. 78% of those in hospitals right now have not been vaccinated. I'm Jim Williams. Colorado's 37-14 loss to USC marks the Buffs' fourth straight loss this season and their 15th straight to the Trojans, whom CU has never beaten. The Buffaloes only gained 242 yards on offense, only 80 of them rushing, as opposed to Southern Cal's total of 494. CU quarterback Brendan Lewis was sacked five times in the game, and he also committed two turnovers. Buffs tight end Brady Russell was one of the few bright spots for CU. He caught three passes for 87 yards, one of those for 65, Colorado's longest play of the season so far. CU's off in the coming week. They'll host Arizona on October the 16th. I'm Ted Werbin on the Rocky Mountain News Network. This is Ernie Johnson, Jr. Sports is about overcoming obstacles. And college coaches work hard to help young men overcome Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's called Coach to Cure MD, and you can help. Text the word CURE to 501-501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill. Or go online to coachtocuremd.org. Text the word CURE to 501-501. Help coaches cure MD. Brought to you by the American Football Coaches Association and Warner Ladder. Do fading leaves and dropping temperatures have you mourning the end of adventure season? In Carbon County, Wyoming, the adventure is just beginning. A blanket of snow on the horizon is our blank slate. Explore the heart of the West by snowshoe, ski, or ATV. Pamper yourself by finding a new dew or a new brew. Winter in Wyoming is the new place to be. Discover a hot spring, book a B&B, and find out how to get your West on at wyomingcarboncounty.com. Carbon County, Wyoming, where the adventure never ends. This is Carter, bail agent at ASAP Bail Bonds. We now have a radio show. Tune in every Sunday at 2 to 3 to learn the truth about bail. Feel free to give us a call anytime for free bail information. 970-378-7878. We want you to know the truth about the rise in crime. Tune in every Sunday at 2. Hi folks, the Rev here. The Hunting and Sportsman's Gun Show is Northern Colorado's premier event in 2021. These shows feature dozens of vendors that guarantee the best selection of guns and ammo in Northern Colorado. From the Loveland Outlet Malls to Island Grove Park in Greeley. For show dates, locations, or table reservations, visit PEShows.com. That's PEShows.com. While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have half an acre or a thousand, they carry the equipment you need. They also have a full-line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or back 40, Harsh Outdoors has you covered. Reasons to own gold, number 37. Who are the people that tell you not to own gold? Bankers, 
Wall Street, Pinstripe, Bandits, and all the other debt pushers out there. They believe in endless money printing that taxes all of us in the form of inflation. Make sure your wealth is protected by calling the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Good morning. Welcome to the second hour of today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. This is the second hour of the program. And uh, the podcasts for these programs are on 1360khnc.com, podcast section. Also, during the week, I have the uh, Present Truth Program from 2 to 3 daily, Monday through Thursday. I have been discussing Paul in Ephesians and through different verses in the Scripture, in Romans, 1 Corinthians, Ephesians, Colossians. Paul is talking about the principalities, powers, the rulers uh, of the kingdom of darkness. And he addresses this repeatedly in these books to let the Christians know, to let the believers know that these are the powers that we are at war with. We're not at war with flesh and blood, with humans, though they may be controlled by the devil, though they are the children of disobedience, or like John puts it in uh, the first epistle, they're the children of the devil. We're not at war with them. We're at war with the principalities and the powers and the rulers, the prince of the power of the air that controls them. In Ephesus, while Paul was there, he was very aware of these rulers and these principalities and powers, and God had given him the revelation of how they operate, what they do, how they have territories. Uh, they are There is a hierarchy uh, with even the demons, there are some demons that are more powerful than other demons. And Paul was presenting to the, the people of his time the importance of understanding the structure, the spiritual structure, with these uh, spirits. You can't fool with them. You can't fight them with bullets. You can't fight them. You have to it's a spiritual matter the only way you can have any success is through the power that is in the name of Jesus Christ and in his might in his power not in our own strength with the blood we have the blood to cover our sins our transgressions we have a conscience so that we can ask those that we offend to forgive us that we are careful in our conduct with other people but we are at a war we are at war and I've been 
and I'm going to go through this hour, Ephesians chapter 2, the two peoples of God, the Jewish and the Gentile peoples in the body of Christ, two corporate peoples in Messiah. We are the answer, the only answer to the problems in the world presently and in the hardships that are coming. Yes, we have the laws of the land, we have militaries to fight wars, but in the battle in which we are in at this time, in where we sit in time, the battles are going to be fought by Christian people through prayer and through the giftings that God has given us. And I'll explain more about that, but I'm going to begin with chapter 2 of Ephesians, and I'm going to go quickly. So get your verses, or get your Bibles, because I'm going to go verse by verse. I study out of the King James. I use different translations to bring in our modern vernacular and, and, and kind of open things up. So, but all my study is out of the King James. Okay, Ephesians chapter 2. I've already gone through this partly last week, but I've got to go rehearse it again. Okay. The Amplified and the New Living Translation. I'll jump back and forth. Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins. Chapter 2, verse 1. Verse 2. You used to live in sin, just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. And in the Amplified, in which at one time you walked habitually, you were following the course and the fashions of the world. You were under the sway of the tendency of the present age. You followed the prince of the power of the air. You were obedient to and under the control of the demon spirit that still constantly work in the sons of disobedience or the careless and the rebellious and the unbelieving who go against the purposes of God. Verse 3. Among these, we as well as you once lived and conducted ourselves in the passions of our lust. Our behavior was governed by our corrupt and sensual nature. We were obeying the impulses of the flesh and the thoughts of the mind. Our cravings were dictated by our senses and our dark imaginings. We were then by nature children of God's wrath heirs of his indignation like the rest of mankind. Verse 4 But God is so rich in his mercy and he is merciful because of and in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love with which he loved us. Verse 5 Well let me go to the uh, Living Translation, verse 4. God is so rich in mercy. Uh, no, uh, yeah. I'm going to go 4 5. Uh, 4 and 5 and 6 in the living. God is so rich and in mercy. In mercy, 
He loved us so much that we, even though we were dead because of our sins, He gave us life when He raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. For He raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us in Him in heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. Now out of the Amplified. When, verse 5. When we were dead, slain by our own shortcomings and trespasses, He made us alive together in fellowship and union with Christ. I'm emphasizing the two people in the body of Christ, the Jewish people and the Gentile believers. And this is what Paul's emphasis is in chapter 2, 3, and 4 of, of Ephesians. He's going to emphasize the two people, the Jewish and the Gentile believers. He's, he's, he is hammering this home. He was there in Ephesus for three years. And he was dealing with, with uh, not only principalities and powers, but he's having to deal with the thought structure of the people that could not understand that now God's purpose was working with the Jew and the Gentile who have been made one in Christ for God's eternal purpose. He made us alive together in fellowship and union with Christ. He gave us the very life of Christ Himself, the same new life with which He made Him, quickened Him, for it is by the grace, His favor, His mercy, which you have not deserved, that you are saved, that you are delivered from judgment, and made partakers of Christ's salvation. Now we'll go to verse 6, and this is the Amplified. And He raised us up together, together, with Him, and made us sit down together, giving us joint seating with Him in, heavenly, in the heavenly sphere by virtue of our being in Christ Jesus, the Messiah, the Anointed One. So Paul is now emphasizing both people and what Christ has done for both of these corporate peoples together giving us joint seating with Him in heavenly sphere. Verse 7, He did this that He might clearly demonstrate through the ages to come the immeasurable, limitless, surpassing riches of His free grace, unmerited favor in His kindness and goodness toward us in Christ Jesus. You are saved, you are delivered from judgment and made partakers of Christ through your faith. This salvation is not of yourselves or of your own doing. It came not through your own striving, but it is the gift of God. Not because, verse 9, not because of works, not the fulfillment of the law's demands, lest any man should boast. It is not the result of what anyone can possibly do. So no, so no one can pride himself in or take glory of himself. And really, we cannot... All things are given to us by Christ. 
we can assume that I, I remember in different times in my life where I would go to work for a company and I would be successful and I always knew that that success only came because of God's sovereignty God had chosen the uh, place where I the, the company that I was to go to work for yes I was there to make a living to, to put food on the table to put a roof over my head but I never I never looked at that only I knew that this was part of God's calling on my life and there was lessons that I was going to learn while I was employed by that company I probably had 50 different jobs in my life I've worked for 10 or 15 good companies and just at the point where I would begin to be successful financially the Lord would end it because he would never let me get comfortable because he always had something new to teach me another another experience and I had to be in a different setting nothing we have is because we have done something the jobs that we may get are because God is sovereign whatever it is we may have and Paul is saying here to these believers that uh, everything that we have in Christ, our salvation, our redemption, everything, is not because we did something because we could work for it. Only because He is merciful, He is good. We can't boast on anything. David, King David, he, he said that... Uh, he was just a worm in the hands of the Lord. In other words, a worm can't do anything, can't defend itself. It can just try to wiggle out, but it has no teeth. It is at, at, the, at the mercy of whoever, whoever's hand it is in. We are in the hand of God. We're in His care, at His mercy, but we may forget that. We may think, well, I'm intelligent, I am gifted, I, uh, I'm talented. It's by my hand that I have attained these things. No, no, you're not seeing correctly. It's only by the sovereignty of God in His plan for a purpose. For ten, verse 10 for we are God's own workmanship created in Christ Jesus we were born again that we may do those good works which God predestinated or he planned beforehand for us taking paths which he prepared ahead of time you think you just accidentally went a direction no, in God's sovereignty, He had planned beforehand the paths which He had prepared for us to take. That we should walk in them, living the good life which He prearranged and made ready for us to live. Verse 11. Therefore remember that at one time you were you Gentiles, or heathens, 
You were Gentiles, heathens in the flesh. You were called uncircumcision by those who themselves were circumcision. Now here I'm going to slow down. I've got to just take my time here. <clears throat> Not of the living translation. Don't forget that you Gentiles used to be outsiders. You were called uncircumcised heathens by the Jews who were proud of their circumcision. They were proud of their circumcision even though it affected only their bodies and not their hearts. In those days you were living apart from Christ. You were excluded from citizenship among the people of Israel. You did not know the covenant promises God made to them. You lived in this, in this world without God and without hope. Verse 13, chapter 2, 13. But now you have been united with Christ Jesus. Once you were far away from God, but now you have been brought near to Him through the blood of Christ. For Christ Himself has brought peace to us. Verse 14. Ephesians 2.14 Christ Himself has brought peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people. Uh, this is where Paul is emphasizing. He united Jews and Gentiles. Now, if you and your thinking can look at Revelation chapter 11, the olive trees, the two olive trees and the two lampstands. These are the two corporate people of God in Revelation 11. These are the two corporate peoples that are going to bring judgments upon the world during the time of their testifying. The first half of the tribulation. John had that vision when he was old. Paul was already dead. When, Paul, when, when John was given the revelation on Patmos. Paul was already dead. But Paul is talking about this mystery of Revelation 11, these two witnesses. Christ himself has brought peace to us. He united the Jews and the Gentiles into one people when in his own body on the cross he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. He broke down the wall of hostility, enmity, suspicion, hostility that separated us. He did this by ending the system of the law which, with its commandments and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new people from two groups. One from two. Together as one. This is verse 16. Together as one body. Verse 
one body reconciled, he reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross. And our hostility toward each other was put to death. Paul is making it very clear here in Ephesians. The hostility between the two corporate peoples has been put, been put to death. I know that through the years, one of the reasons why I see contention is because of uh, we all have different practices. Like the Catholics, they worship one way. The Lutherans a different way. The Greeks a different way. The Evangelicals a different way. And in the Evangelical assemblies, the Pentecostals worship different than the, the, uh, the uh, fundamental believers. That practice is what is divisive. Everybody has a way, and the way is what causes the problems. But Paul is saying that these two corporate peoples, the, his, the hostility between them was broken down. <coughs> So we have to be careful, you know, I'll use the example of, of farmers or ranchers. Some of the ranchers or the farmers, they have hundreds and hundreds of acres of corn. Others, alfalfa. Others are dry land, wheat. Then you have the ranchers, some have cattle, some are sheep, some are, are, are hogs, chickens, goats. Everyone has a way. They have something that they do. And the, gentle, the, the farmer that raises corn, the uh, wheat farmer doesn't mess with him. The wheat farmer may not know when to water, how to water, when to plant, when to harvest, but they still, in their own element, they basically leave each other alone. And in the matter of Christian practice, that is the problem. I've seen it. And Paul, he would, wherever the assemblies it was, he would fit in. Wherever he went, he would fit in with the matter of, of uh, holy days or feast days or things of this nature. He fit in. He didn't make the practice a the law. Like with the Sabbath, even the Lord Jesus, you know, He said that the Sabbath was for man, not man for the Sabbath. And I'll bring that to our present time. Presently in Israel, they are once again bringing in the Sanhedrin. And 
So many people are thinking, oh, this is wonderful, wonderful. No, it's not wonderful. It's the old Sanhedrin religion that crucified Christ 2,000 years ago. And Christ addresses it in Matthew chapter 24. And here's how he addresses it. He says, When the Antichrist comes, proclaims himself to be God in the temple, at that time, the children of Israel, Christ said, Flee to the mountains and pray that your, your flight is not in the winter or on the Sabbath. Because in Israel, once again, they are going to have these laws. You cannot do anything on the Sabbath. And Christ said, pray that your flight be not on the Sabbath. Because uh, the Sabbath is going to actually be used against the people of God that are to flee to the mountains when Antichrist is coming in to destroy them. And in the winter, pray that it's not in the winter. You don't want to have to move in the winter time. Christ made it very clear. Pray that your flight be not in the winter or on the Sabbath. The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath, and it's going to be a curse in the future in Israel. We'll be back in just a second. We'll continue with Ephesians. This is Bucky Dillon, and the Liberty Revolt is back, founded on strategies to engage in the culture war and to develop a better understanding of political philosophy, policies, and their ramifications. So don't miss the Liberty Revolt Saturdays from 5 to 6 p.m. on 1360 KHNC. Hi, I'm Kathy Roberts at Life Choices Pregnancy Medical Center. Life Choices serves women and men facing unplanned pregnancies who deserve to be heard. We offer pregnancy tests, ultrasounds, and education in a non-judgmental, confidential environment with a caring advocate. Our clients come in scared, confused, and overwhelmed by the size of their issue, but leave educated and empowered with the knowledge to choose life. To donate, visit our website at lifechoices.org. I'm about to tell you a website that will change your life forever. Go to bestcashopportunity.com and see how easily you can generate incredible amounts of cash right from your own home without having to sell anything. If you're truly serious about becoming financially free once and for all with the proven system unlike anything you've seen before, then check out the website at bestcashopportunity.com or call 720-475-2033. The creation of the cell phone has been an incredible technological advancement with many conveniences. At the same time, it became the largest vulnerable device the world has ever seen and destroys any privacies you think you may have. At any given time, multiple governmental agencies or hackers can be listening to your cell phone calls or intercepting your texts. Because of this invasion of privacy, the defense enabling and assisting framework known as DEF, was developed to keep your personal and digital cell phone transmissions protected. To learn more, visit us at DEFProtection.com. That's DEFProtection.com. Make sure your calls, texts, and all digital transmissions are cloaked at all times. That's DEFProtection.com. Remember, 
Privacy is freedom. Hi, this is Vince Rivera with Serenity Painting. What's up, guys? Vincent is a veteran, a friend of mine, a Christian, and a great guy who implements customer service and integrity into every job that he does. If you're looking for a painter that doesn't cut corners, that actually shows up when he says he's going to show up, who does what he says he's going to do, look no further than Serenity Painting and Decorating. Gotspainter28 at gmail.com. 970-978-9565. Check out our customer reviews, Serenity Painting. Learn how public bail bonds policy affects crime and get all of your bail bonds questions answered by tuning in or calling in to Bail Talk Sundays from 1 to 3 right here on the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus Okay, so I'm going to finish out chapter one, uh, chapter two of Ephesians. This is important because it is these two witnesses, these two corporate people of God, that is going to bring down the punishments on the unbelieving, godless world that is causing so much pain and hardship to the people of the world today, presently. So I'm going to go back to chapter two, verse sixteen. I'm going to go 14 again. I'm going to go 15 again. I'm sorry. I'm going to go 16. Together as one body, he reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross, and our hostility toward each other was put to death. Verse 17. He brought his good news of peace to you Gentiles, who were far away from him, and peace to the Jews who were near. Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. I'm going to read 17 and 18 again. He brought this good news of peace to you Gentiles who were far away from him and peace to the Jews who were near. Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done to us. I'm sorry, done for us. Now, Paul is addressing not unsaved Israel, not the Jewish people that are the elect for the Father's sake. He's not addressing them. He's only addressing the body of believers, those that are in Messiah, born again. Verse 19, So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers, foreigners. You are citizens along with all of God's holy people. You are members of God's family. Now, when the Jewish and the Gentile Christian, when we meet Christ, we are in a world of riches farther than beyond above the promises that were made to natural Israel. The promises that were made to natural Israel 
they rejected. They did not experience, have not experienced the new riches that were presented to those in Christ. Firstly, eternal life. Secondly, the Holy Spirit dwelling within every believer. The very God of the universe living inside of man. The promises that were given Israel in the covenants are much in, more inferior than the experience that the believers have in Christ. Sins washed away. The sins have been removed, washed, cleared. Much greater experience than what was promised to natural Israel. These promises were for them, but they because they did not by faith accept the, uh, the way in which God intended to bring them into Messiah, they have not experienced that. They are still, according to Romans 13, uh, I'm sorry, 11, they are still the elect for the Father's sake. God's promises are still to them. But the greatest promises and experiences are to those who are in Messiah. Another thing, condemnation. In Christ, there is no condemnation. There is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. The law of the Spirit of life has freed us from that law of sin and death. What we have received in Messiah passes, is far beyond uh, far above what was promised to Israel that they have not received yet. The covenants are good, but what we receive in Christ is far superior. Far superior. So Paul is talking to the Gentile and the Jewish believer. Verse 19 again. So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers, foreigners. You are citizens along with all of God's holy people, those who have been born again. You are members of God's family. Together we are His house, built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. And the cornerstone is Christ Jesus Himself. Now he again is not talking about natural Israel. This is the new crea creature that he's talking about in Messiah, in Christ. We are his house, built on the foundation of the apostles, the prophets, and the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. We are carefully joined together in him, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Not an earthly temple. I have talked in previous programs about the temple in Jerusalem. The temple in Jerusalem is a type, is a figure to we who are born again. It is just a type. It still has a plan and purpose in the future. But, according to Paul, we are the reality of that temple. 
we have become a holy temple, a temple in which the, the Shekinah glory of God presently, and for 2,000 years, the Shekinah glory of God has been in this temple in Christ. Those that are in Christ are part of this temple. We've been joined to Christ. We've become a holy temple to the Lord. The Shekinah glory does not reside in the temple in Jerusalem any longer. That temple is there as a reminder to the Jewish people of their God. And when they pray to that temple, their God will answer their prayers. But they have yet they have not yet been delivered delivered from their bondage. We the Jewish people in Messiah have been delivered from the bondages. Bondages there we're, we're we're delivered from all the bondages. The bondage of the law <clears throat> to begin with. So, verse 22, Through him, you Gentiles are also being made part of this dwelling where God lives by his Spirit. So, that we got through chapter 2. We're going to go right now into chapter 3. We're going to keep the momentum. Again, I'm reading out of the Living Translation and the Amplified classic edition. I study in the King James, but I like this because it helps uh, for our vernacular. Verse 3. For this reason, be, because I preached that you are thus built up together. The very first thing out of the chapter 3. He states, you are built up together. I, the prisoner of Jesus, for the sake and on behalf of you Gentiles, I assume that you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace that was entrusted to me to dispense to you for your benefit, and that the mystery, the secret, was made known to me, and I was allowed to comprehend it by direct revelation. Now you're getting, if you've been following me in Ephesians, you're getting a deeper understanding and revelation of God's plan for the time in which we are in. His plan is centered with two people in Christ, the Jewish and Gentile corporate peoples in Christ. This is the plan. It has always been the plan. But at this time, it, it, God wants the Christians and the church to realize how great a plan this is. It's greater than we could have imagined. But he's made known to me that I was allowed to comprehend it by direct revelation, as I already briefly wrote to you. And when you read this, you can understand my insight into the mystery of Christ. This mystery was never disclosed to human beings in the past generations, and it has now been revealed to his holy apostles. 
and by his prophets, by the Holy Spirit. And it is this, that the Gentiles are now to be fellow heirs with the Jews, members of the same body, joint partakers, sharing in the same divine promise in Christ through their acceptance of the glad tidings of the gospel. And now I'm going to read verse 6 in the, uh, li the Living Translation. And this is God's plan. Both Gentiles and Jews who believe the good news, they share equally, equally in the riches inherited by God's children. Equally. No advantage. They sit at the same table. There is not a chicken for one and a, and a steak for the other. No. They share equally what God has put on the table for His body. Christ sees them as one, not two. He's aware that one is natural, the other is adopted, but as his children, they are his children. This is God's plan. Both Gentiles and Jews who believe the good news share equally in the riches inherited by God's children. Both are part of the same body. Both enjoy the promise of blessings because they belong to Jesus Christ. By God's grace and mighty power, I have been given the privilege of serving Him by spreading this good news. Verse 8, Though I am the least deserving of all of God's people, He graciously gave me the privilege of telling the Gentiles about the endless treasures available to them in Christ. Verse 9, I was chosen to explain to everyone this mysterious plan that God the Creator of all things had kept secret from the beginning. Verse 10, God's purpose in all this was to use the church to display His wisdom in its rich variety to all the unseen rulers and authorities in heavenly places. So, it is God's will that all of the principalities and the powers and the dominions and the thrones know this plan. And they do know it. And they do not like it. The principalities and powers, the prince of the power of the air, is directing them to destroy the children of God that are faithful and as you're faithful many things happen to faithful Christians one of the important things that God does to his, his faithful children is he brings them updated revelation it's vital Without a vision, the people perish. So God has to bring updated revelation that is pertinent 
to the day, to the time. And now, because we're at the end of the world, it is vital that the Christian churches realize that, as I have stated before, and I, I will continually state this because it's the truth, the days in the future are not going to get better. We are progressively moving toward the tribulation. And as we move toward tribulation, the society, <clears throat> everything is going to continue to unravel what was at one time peaceful is going to, there's going to be less peace. Things are going to begin to unravel is the only way I can explain it. In the economy, in the law enforcement agencies throughout the country, things are unraveling. It's, it's only going to, we're slip, we're going into the final time of the, we're in the, the, the time prior to the tribulation. And the Christian people have to make a transition. And the transition is in the thinking. And that is the hardest transition. It's it, God trying to help us to transition in our thinking is the most difficult thing. We can move from one house to another, one job to another, a location to another. But to transition in your thinking is very difficult. This is why only through the power of the Holy Spirit are you going to transition in your thinking that things are going to get tougher, harder, evil, more evil. And to transition, you have to take account of everything in your, in your life so that you can begin to make decisions. This is not a time... I don't think, to spend a lot of money buying things that you're not going to get to enjoy. I would never spend uh, 70 grand to buy a new pickup, though I would like a brand new one, maybe. Not really. I wouldn't spend it. Why? Because I will never wear it out. I know I'll never wear it out. I know my end. I know what I am not going to be here to wear out or to use. That's the other thing, too, in transitioning, knowing your end. David prayed, Lord, show me my end and the measure of my days what it is that I can apply my heart to wisdom. We're closing out this age. And this, what Paul is presenting to the Ephesians, this matter of the two corporate peoples in the body of Christ, the Jew and the Gentile, is vital in the revelation to God's children today. It's vital because these two corporate people are going to be the tool God uses against the enemy.
Finding it hard to buy high-quality beef that supports local ranchers and doesn't break the bank? Look no further, because High Country Custom Beef is your local beef partner. From the Ely Ranch northwest of Steamboat Springs, backed by the experience of five generations of cattle ranchers, you can buy high-quality Angus beef direct from us, the ranchers. Lock in today's lower prices before October 15th in bulk packages or box sets at hccbeef.com. That's hccbeef.com. High Country Custom Beef. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy our fine, my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com, click on the shop. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Hi, this is Vince Rivera with Serenity Painting. What's up, guys? Vincent is a veteran, a friend of mine, a Christian, and a great guy who implements customer service and integrity into every job that he does. If you're looking for a painter that doesn't cut corners, that actually shows up when he says he's going to show up, does what he says he's going to do, look no further than Serenity Painting and Decorating. GodsPainter28 at gmail.com. 970-978-9565. Check out our customer reviews, Serenity Painting. Reasons to Own Gold, number 175. Universal basic income, where the government just gives people money because they won't be able to live and provide for their families because the dollar has been devalued beyond comprehension while never admitting to inflation. Prosperity never comes from the printing press. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Well, the second hour is finished. Now, the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Church program or to Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. Uh, you can find that on the podcast. Contact information is uh, Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872. Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, 80502. And also on Monday to Thursday from 2 to 3, I have the Present Truth Program. So, now that I'm getting through Ephesians here, 
we're going to finish uh, after the top of the hour into the next hour. We'll finish with Paul what, with what Paul was saying. Now he had uh, presents in Romans, in Ephesians, in Corinthians, Colossians. This matter of the principalities, the powers, the forces, the power of the air, the uh, prince of the power of the air, because he wants his the people in his under his uh, that he's ministering to to understand yes they have power but he doesn't forget to mention the power and authority that we have been given through the power that is in Jesus Christ through his grace the mercy that he's given us we have we are more than conquerors we are more than victors through Jesus Christ and he wants to give the distinction between the two kingdoms yes they are powerful yes they are work together as a kingdom but Christ also has his kingdom his churches his temple and we are the threat to everything that the kingdom of darkness uh, all, all that they are we are the threat the overcomers the faithful Christians a small remnant a residue these two witnesses in Revelation chapter 11 are in Romans chapter 9 10 and 11 also in Ephesians 2 3 more specifically this is the threat to the kingdom of darkness because Paul is explaining in these five chapters the reality of what is in Revelation chapter 11 with these two witnesses these two prophets of God and uh, as I finish out Ephesians this chapter 3 in the next hour uh, then I have some other thoughts that uh, <clears throat> out of Hebrews to present also because we are to proclaim we are to announce that Christ is coming and we are the ones who have been given that responsibility we'll be right back by now, you know how good CBD can be for you. But here are some things CBD can't help you with. Those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring. Gay frogs. Or racist cows. Climate coaches. Or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbett. Students at Brighton High School were supposed to have their homecoming dance, the first one in two years last night, but it didn't happen. Local police say someone called in a threat that there was going to be a drive-by shooting at the dance, tip came in through Colorado's Safe to Tell line. 
chief says his department couldn't tell right away if the threat was credible, but the school decided to postpone just to be safe. The Brighton High School principal says they will set a new date in the very near future. One person's dead, three others hospitalized after a quadruple shooting at an Aurora hotel late Friday night into early Saturday morning. It happened around 2 a.m. Saturday at the Hyatt House at Colfax and Peoria. Police say the victims were having a party in one of the rooms. A fight started, and someone started firing into the room through the door. Police arrested two people with the help of hotel security. The three injured victims are expected to survive. I'm Jim Williams. Saturday brought another painful football result for CU's Buffaloes, losing 37-14 to to the Trojans of Southern California, and the athletic department found itself apologizing late Saturday, not for the score of the game, but for the behavior of the head coach afterward. A photographer for CBS4 TV had his camera lens smacked down with a hand as coach Carl Durrell jogged by on the way to the locker room after the loss. Getting a shot of the coach leaving the field pretty normal in TV, but being intentionally struck is not. CU Athletic Director Rick George tweeted out an official statement saying in these words, Coach Dorrell sends his apologies to the local journalist whom he intercepted after today's game. We treat journalists with respect and apologize for falling short of that. The station's general manager says he spoke to George last night and appreciates the apology. I'm Ted Werbin. Do fading leaves and dropping temperatures have you mourning the end of adventure season? In Carbon County, Wyoming, the adventure is just beginning. A blanket of snow on the horizon is our blank slate. Explore the heart of the West by snowshoe, ski, or ATV. Pamper yourself by finding a new do or a new brew. Winter in Wyoming is the new place to be. Discover a hot spring, book a B&B, and find out how to get your West on at wyomingcarboncounty.com. Carbon County, Wyoming, where the adventure never ends. If you want the best rate for your mortgage, look no further than American Financing. Because at American Financing, they're in it for you. Creating custom loans designed around your goals. Whether it's a lower rate, access to cash, or even a new home purchase, they've got you covered. No pressure and no upfront or hidden fees. Call 303-695-7000 or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hi, Amber with Two Girls in a Broom here. Hey, cleaning, we love it. Two Girls in a Broom LLC offering residential and commercial cleaning services in Fort Collins, Colorado and surrounding areas. Call us today, 719-216-1143. Providing basic clean, deep clean, wet cleans or Airbnb services. Let Two Girls in a Broom LLC do the work. We'll take care of you and all your cleaning needs. Call us today, 719-216-1143. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have 
the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360khnc.com. Of all tyrannies, a tyranny exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep. His cupidity may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. C.S. Lewis Welcome to the third hour of the Present Truth Radio Ministry, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program for today. And uh, in the first two hours, in chapter, in, in the first hour, I covered chapter one of Ephesians. Second hour, I covered covered the rest of chapter two into three. I'm finishing it out chapter 3. The two people of God, corporate peoples, Jew and a Gentile, in Messiah, and the riches that God has given them, great, mighty riches, and the authority that we have been given as a body. We are the temple of the living God. We are the temple that for 2,000 years has carried the Shekinah glory to the nations. At the time in which we live presently, the body of Christ is going to, more now than ever before, we are going to display everything that Jesus Christ is, we are going to display to the nations. Like never before. Like never before, the churches of God, and not necessarily all of the churches, not all the family of God is going to be faithful. All the family of God has not always been faithful. Most of the time, the family of God, the Christians have been unfaithful. But there's always been a remnant. There's been a group, a residue that has always been faithful to present 
who Christ is through their living and through their speaking to the people around them in their vicinities where they live in the ways in which we have media we are going to present Christ to the nations like never before and in the times in which we live we are going to display and and uh, br- uh, we're going to how do I phrase it we are going to God is going to use these two corporate peoples to uh, to, to put us on display and the authority that Christ has given us we're going to bring punishments just like Moses did when he went to Pharaoh and requested Pharaoh allow the children of Israel to serve God in the wilderness Pharaoh wouldn't let them go so God used Moses to bring plagues upon Egypt and the whole world knew about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The whole world knew about this mighty God. Well, the whole world knows about Jesus Christ, and they are at war with Him. The nations are at war with Him. They're at wars with with God. Uh, The children of the devil are at war with Jesus Christ. They're at war with the Christians. And for the most part, they have been successful in... uh, making the children of God ineffective as far as their Christian lives. But that's going to change. That's about to change. In Revelation chapter 11, you have these two witnesses, the two olive trees, the two lampstands that stand before the God of the whole earth. And they are going to, their witness, their their prophets... And they're going to testify. They're going to be in the court of law testifying about the corruption of the world and the evil of the world. And they're going to be attacked. And as they're attacked, they're going to retaliate and bring judgments upon the world during the days of their prophesying, which will be 1,260 days, three and a half years, the first half of the tribulation they will begin to testify the day that Antichrist is revealed. The day that Antichrist signs an agreement with the nation of Israel. And this agreement will be called, it be an agreement, the treaty's name is the Treaty of Death and of Hell. That is in uh, Isaiah chapter 28, verse 15, 16, 17, and 18. And in the book of Daniel 9 27 chapter 9 verse 27 it's called a covenant well it's called the treaty with death and hell in Isaiah the day that that treaty is signed the Christian churches the people that know God will know when that day begins they will know when that agreement is signed that will be the first day of the tribulation the first half of the tribulation and the witnesses 
these two witnesses that stand before God will begin to testify. And Paul is in the book of Romans chapter 9, 10, and 11. I spoke about this two weeks ago and I felt strongly to present what Paul had to say about the Jew and the Gentile, the differences between natural Israel and born-again Israel, which he begins in Romans chapter 9, 10, and 11. And then in Ephesians chapter 2 and 3 specifically, he talks about the two corporate people, the Jew and the Gentile in Messiah, and how God has, uh, there's a hostility. Paul talks to the Ephesians and tells them there's a hostility between the Jewish believers at that time and the Gentile believers. The Gentile, the Jewish believers felt that the commandments were given to them, which they were. But upon Peter's beginning to preach to the Gentiles and then Paul becoming a minister to preach the gospel to the Gentiles, Paul has greater revelation and understanding that this has been hidden from the foundation of the world that God would use not only the Jew but the Gentile a adopted son you might say corporately and the two of them will work together and there's a hostility between them but that hostility Paul makes it clear through revelation that hostility was dealt with at the cross and that law that caused them caused them to be at war with each other was destroyed at the cross and Paul is presenting that these two have both inherited the same riches in Jesus Christ these riches are phenomenal the Jewish people have the covenants they have the law they have the Abrahamic covenant Davidic covenant Mosaic they have these things but natural Israel does not have Messiah living inside of them they do not yet experience the redemptive power of the blood of Jesus Christ they have yet to experience the no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. There's no condemnation in their lives. They have not experienced the working of the Holy Spirit within, the empowering of the Holy Spirit within, and the grace that God has given the Jewish believer and the Gentile believer in Messiah. They have not experienced what they what we have experienced they have a temple they have a, a land they have a, a land called Israel and a city called Jerusalem we have and we are members of and we will be built in to the walls and the foundations of the eternal Jerusalem so there is the type and then there is the reality. They had the Shekinah glory in their temple at one time. 
We are the Shekinah glory of Almighty God in the world today. We are the temple of God that displays the Shekinah glory of Almighty God to our soul. We are the lamp. The soul of our the, the soul is the lamp of the Lord. So we are the reality. Yes, God is using and going to use natural Jerusalem to become a terror to the world. Yes, God is going to use a physical temple and Antichrist will be there to sign or to declare himself to be God at some point. Yes, but we, there's also a heavenly Jerusalem and we are, because we have been born again, we are going to be and we are built into the walls eternally we are in the walls of that new Jerusalem. We presently have the Holy Spirit in us. We have a taste of what's coming. We don't have the fullness of it, but we know in part that we have experienced eternity already. We have experienced and are in a relationship with the God that is coming in eternity, we are already enjoying His presence, fellowship with Him, all that He has promised us. We're enjoying it already. We don't have to wait till then. We have it presently. We have it today. So Paul is talking about these two great people and what God has done for them for a further purpose. The further purpose is Revelation chapter 11. I want to finish out chapter 3 of Ephesians. I'm going to start uh, with verse 14. And to get the previous teaching, you're going to have to go to 1360khnc.com to the podcast section for the Olive Tree and Lampstand programs uh, that were already archived there. These programs are archived. There is a there is a a principle I'm going to present to you. In 1974, after I gave my life to the Lord, I was in Berkeley, California. The ministry that I was a member of, they would have a summer training with all the churches. They would get together, and the brother would have a. A, uh, he would pick a topic or a book of the Bible to, to, to go over. Well, it was called the life, the, the life training, the matter of life. And in that training, I went, and I'm just kind of new to the deep things of Scripture, but in the life training, it was a 10-day training session, Three, three uh, meetings a day for 10 days from like 9 to noon, 2 to 5, 7 to 10 for 10 days. And in that life t- training, I there was something I learned that's been valuable. I remember what was being presented in the scripture about life. God is life. There are three types of life. 
There is bios, which is the biological life, the trees, the plants. There is suki life, which is soul life, like the soul of man, the soul of a dog, of the creatures that they comprehend, they are able to, they have consciousness. Then there is the Zoe life, which is the life that was not created. It's eternal. It always existed. It will always exist. It cannot be destroyed. It doesn't need to be created because it is already, it is eternal, it has always been. That is the life of God. And to understand who God is, God in His essence, what He is, is life. He is eternal life. He can be understood by looking at the creation. Everywhere you look, there is life. The dogs have a certain type of life. And that life, it does a certain thing. It barks, it runs, it scratches. A cat has life. By nature, it purrs, it licks, you know, it uh, lays in the sun. You have cattle. They stand out in the field and they eat. And they take a break and they eat some more. Life. Everything is life. That's the only way to express who God is by understanding life. And I understood that. The reason I'm telling you that is this. Now, in the time in which we live, God's Holy Bible is going to be opened like never before. But it will only be opened to those believers who are serious and who really want to understand the plan and purpose, eternal purpose, of God in the time in which we live. I use a term, I, use a, I, I present a point to you. We are at the end of the world. We're at the end of a dispensation or the end of an age. We are at the end of the time of the Gentiles. A 6,000 year period of time, if you want to look at it that way, seven days of creation, we're at the end of the sixth day of creation. The seventh day of creation, which is going to be the eternal, is going to be the millennial kingdom, is just up the road. You can, you can almost put your hand out and touch it. The seventh day of creation the millennial kingdom, the rule and reign period of time where Christ rules over the nations is just about upon us. That means that we are at the end of this sixth day. And at the end of this sixth day, the uh, we are finishing out the final years of this generation. And at that time that we finish it out, I mean, I'll put it this way, many things have to be done right now. Prophecies have to be fulfilled. They have to be finished. We are going to see those prophecies in our lifetime. We are going to see Antichrist sign that agreement. 
we're going to see Antichrist sign that agreement with Israel. The tribulation is going to begin. We're going to see... Uh, oh boy, I, I better not get started because I, I really want to finish chapter 3 of Ephesians. But we are going to finish out this age. The scripture is being opened like never before. And we are a part of what God has planned. If we want to be. And at the end of the last hour I was talking about transitioning. We have to transition in our thinking and realize that the way the world has been going is coming to an end. Already in Revelation chapter 18 all of the all of the dainties I guess you would say all that uh, we have been all the items all the material goods that we have had, had access to they are going to go away we are not going to have the goods that we used to have this matter of what is happening presently with the supply chain of goods coming to America is being interrupted and it says in Revelation chapter 18 concerning America at the end of the world, the access to these goods eventually begins to end. And here we have conflict with China and uh, our ports. The ships are still sitting out at sea. We can't get the goods onto the land. Once they're all, the goods are on the land, we don't have the trucking companies that we had a year ago to distribute the supplies down line. Things are changing. They're not going to, we're never going to get back to the way it was. It cannot be. The Bible says it won't happen. So we have to transition in our thinking. <clears throat> now, then... Paul gets done presenting this matter of going back to Ephesians. He presents the matter of the uh, two witnesses or the of the two peoples of God. Then in verse 14 he switches. Now he switches over to praying for spiritual growth. In verse 14 he says. When I think of all this, I fall to my knees and I pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, how deep, 
his love is. May you experience the love of Christ through though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory be to God who is able through His might, mighty power to work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to Him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. So he just finishes with explaining who these two corporate peoples are, their importance, what God has done for them. Now he prays that you will understand it, that you will be able to uh, have the inner strength by his Spirit, Christ will make his home in our hearts that our roots will grow deep into God's love to keep us strong that we'll have the power to understand uh, how wide long high how, how wide how long how high how deep this love is that we can experience that we can experience uh, fully with the fullness of life, the power that comes from God. So, this we have to have and understand this power because we are going to need this great and mighty power, this grace of God in the time in which we're moving. So, we're going to be back a few minutes. Hang on. And uh, we're going to begin maybe chapter 4 of Ephesians. Yes, you. you. Be sure to listen to Fake in the Truth, where Jason and Brian will bring you social media level fakeness Monday through Thursdays at 3 p.m. right here on KHNC 1360 AM and 1360KHNC.com. Check a pro Joe here. Is your attic hot? Are your electric bills high? If you answered yes to either question, Tune in to the Checker Pro Radio Show every Saturday at 6 p.m. and Sundays at 11 a.m. On the show, we discuss ways to save you money and be more comfortable in your home. If your attic is hot and you're uncomfortable in your home, you may need more insulation or a solar attic fan. Call Koala Insulation at 303-327-9293. That's 303-327-9293. <laughs> When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. Hi listeners, Jack here. The Hunting and Sportsman Gun Show is Northern Colorado's premier event in 2021. These shows feature dozens of vendors that guarantee the best selection of guns and ammo in Northern Colorado, from the Loveland Outlet Mall to Island Grove Park in Greeley. For show dates, locations, or table reservations, visit PEShows.com. That is PEShows.com. 
While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton, Colorado. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have a half an acre or 1,000, they carry the equipment you need. They always have a full-line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or Back 40, Harsh Outdoors has got you covered. Are you an expert in your field? Do you want to educate your fellow man? Or have you always just wanted to be on the radio? Here at 1360 KHNC, you can do just that by hosting your own radio show. Looking to grow your business or share your thoughts and opinions or simply bragging to your friends that you have your own radio show. For more information, call us at 970-587-5003 or email us at contact at 1360khnc.com. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. So Paul is now talking about uh, the power that we have in Christ. And it's, it's important because in the days to come, we're going to need to understand the authority and power that we have been given for our lives personally and for warfare. Now I'm going to go to Ephesians chapter 4. Now Paul jumps to unity in the body. So he's made it clear that both of these peoples of God, Jewish and Gentile, we've been given everything jointly. Now he's going to talk about unity. Therefore I, a prisoner, this is uh, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. Therefore I, a prisoner of... <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Therefore I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, for you have been called by God. Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for others' faults because of your love. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the Spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. For there is one body and one Spirit, just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all, who is over all and in all, living through all. However, He has given each one of us a special ability, gift, talent, through the generosity of Christ. But in different ways, we have a portion to the measure of Christ's rich and bounteous gift. Therefore, it is said, when he ascended on high, 
Yeah, let me see here which translation I want to use. Yeah, when he, I'm going to go with the uh, Amplified. Therefore it is said when he sent it on high that he led captivity captive. He led a train of vanquished foes and he bestowed gifts upon men. But he ascended? How can this... Now what can this he ascended mean? But that he had previously descended from the heights of heaven to the depths, the lower parts of the earth. The lower parts of the earth He who descended is the very same as he who also is ascended high above all the heavens that he might fill all things, the whole universe, from the lowest to the highest. And his gifts were varied. He himself appointed gave men to us, some to be some to be apostles, special messengers, some prophets, inspired preachers, expounders, some evangelists, preachers of the gospel, traveling missionaries, some pastors, shepherds of his flocks, to equip God's people to do his work, to build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such a unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son, that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. About, oh, I think two and a half months ago, I began to talk about the giftings and the talents that God has given us. But I had to deviate, and uh, I've had to deviate to go a different direction, but... I'm going to come back to this matter of the gifts and talents that have been given to the Christians for the war that's coming. Okay, verse 12, chapter 4, verse 12. His intention was the perfecting and the full equipping of his saints, his consecrated people, that they should do the work of ministering toward building up Christ's body, the church, that it might develop until we all attain oneness in the faith and in the comprehension of the full, accurate knowledge of the Son of God, that we might arrive and mature into full manhood, which would be the completeness of personality, which is nothing less than the standard height of Christ's own of Christ's own perfection the measure of the stature of the fullness of the of the Christ and the completeness found in him okay well i'm kind of moving there but i would like to say that with these, in chapter 3, he talked about the apostles, prophets, evangelists. We have in this 
body of Christ here in America, we have the apostolic, what they call the new apostolic reform movement, a new movement of prophets, apostles, and I intend to address this because yes, there are in the time in which we live, there will be true apostles. Definitely there will be prophets. There will be uh, evangelists who will work prophetically. Pastors who work prophetically. Teachers who work prophetically. And I mean that in a different way. I mean it in the sense that they will be, they will operate under the giftings of the spirit you can have men that can just preach doesn't mean they're under the giftings of the of the the spirit when they're in their preaching they're just preaching or teaching but under the gifting of the prophetic spirit they have a different insight They have a, a way of seeing things. Uh, I don't. I'm going to have to think of an example. Um, how would I explain it? Well, oh, I have so many examples here. I have so little time. Prophetically speaking. Um, Boy, I'm really trying to figure out which what would be a good example. Oh, okay. I'll give you an example. In the 90s, uh, I was baptized in the Spirit in 1991. And through the next eight years, I had a friend. And he was very prophetically gifted. Charismatic. I don't know what you'd explain. How you'd explain it. But we were in contact with each other. He lived in Denver. I lived in Longmont at that time. But we would stay in touch. But whenever he'd need me to call or get in touch with him, he would just ask the Lord, "Lord, have Rick call me." And I would be going down a street, and I'd pull over, put in 50 cents, and give him a call. And we'd go have lunch. Well, he worked in that world. And I did too, but his, we together, we, just like playing catch, we were able to work prophetically back and forth. Well, he had, he had a diabetic condition, and he was on, uh, eventually he was on uh, dialysis. One night, oh, two in the morning, my I woke up and my kidneys were just, boy, I don't know what was going on. I just felt like somebody punched me in the side or something. And as I was uncomfortable, my kidneys were hurting, and the Lord said, you need to pray for John. He's having a bad night. I said, oh, okay. So I began to pray. I said, Lord, I just pray for John. I pray you. I, I don't remember my prayer, 
but I just prayed that the Lord would help him. Next morning, he called me, and he said, can you come in for lunch? I said, sure. So I went into Denver. He didn't drive. We went out to lunch. And I said, John, the Lord woke me up in the middle of the night. I was praying for you last night. He goes, really? I said, yeah. I said, he had me praying for your kidneys. And he says, oh, my gosh. He says, I woke up, and my kidneys were just killing me. I, the pain was so great, I thought I was going to have to go to the hospital. I said, was it about 2 o'clock? He said, yeah. I said, the Lord told me to pray for you. So I laid hands on my kidneys and prayed for your kidneys. And he says, thank God. He said, because I thought I was going to have to go into the hospital. I didn't know what was wrong. Well, this happened many times. He would he would be sick or he wasn't feeling good. I would pray for him and he would, uh, the next day, we would confirm. And sure enough, whatever I had prayed, the Lord would answer that prayer. In the time in which we're going, things are going to have to be done more prophetically. And that's just one example. Uh, another example was a... I had a, I had a uh, friend who lived down in Denver and... I just felt to call him one day. And I didn't have a phone, so I had to call from a pay phone. And so the Lord told me, Max needs, needs you to call him. So I just pulled over, put in 50 cents, called him, said, Max, Lord told me to give you a call. And he said, hey. He says, why don't you have a phone? I said, well, right now, I said, I'm working on it. But he said, well, I've been wanting to get in touch with you. I called John and told John to have you call me. Did he tell you? And I said, no. He goes, you didn't talk to John? I said, no. They said, I was going down the street. And the Lord told me to give you a call. Well, he thought that was pretty, he called it spooky. But these type of experiences are going to be common. Now, there is a first world, second world, third world, and a fourth world. You know, we talk about the third world countries. Well, I'm going to tell you about the fourth world countries, a country, a world that you guys don't know about, that the world doesn't know about, but I know about it. It's a fourth world country. It is the people in the third world nations that are in prison. That is not, they're not in just a third world country. They're in prison. It's actually a fourth world country. These people that are Christians living in these prisons, like for example China, or in the Middle East, or Asia, uh, wherever it may be, South America, they're in a fourth, fourth world country. They're incarcerated. These people that are Christians, they have miracles being performed for them daily. Miracles where they won't give up hope, that they'll have the strength to, to not want to commit suicide, to not be in despair. These people have the power and the, and the miracles that only that they need, they can only come from God daily. It is their world. Daily they receive miracles. Uh, 
I remember a story by uh, the, the brother Wormbrand, Voice of the Martyrs, testimony where he they put him, they were going to starve him to death. They put him out in the middle of a courtyard in a box uh, in the heat, and he was starving to death, and he was telling the Lord, Lord, I, I'm really hungry. And the Lord said, well, just get an orange. Well, he went through the actual motions of actually pretending like he was grabbing an orange, picking it off of a tree, to the best of my ability to remember. And he said, I could actually smell an orange, and I would eat it. And then he'd get an apple, and he'd eat it. And a banana. Well, in the course of two weeks, he did not lose a pound. And the guards that were weighing him daily could not figure out. They thought somebody was sneaking food to him. But he wasn't. Nobody was sneaking food to him. God was supplying him in that little cell, that little box in the courtyard. And after two weeks, they could not figure out why he did not lose any weight. These are the type of miracles as bizarre as it may seem to we Americans, because we are, everything is available to us, these are the type of miracles that we are going to have to begin to experience. We're going to have to step out and begin to ask God for miracles daily. In the fourth world, they have to have these miracles. In the fourth world, they can't live another day without miracles. Uh, in the fourth world, if they get an infection, they're not going to live because they don't have access to Medicare, hospitals, doctors. They're going to die. So they need miracles. This is the world we're going to move into. With, with you, you brothers and sisters listening to this program that are afraid of dying of COVID, you need to pray and you ask have to ask the Lord, Lord, is it your will that I leave this world, that I die because of a virus? And see what God has to say. I'm going to tell you that that's not the way that I'm leaving this world. I know how I'm going to leave this world, but it's not through a virus. So with each one of us, then the fear, if yes, fear is a we have to have a natural fear. God has given us natural fear. Like if you're in a room that's dark with a rattlesnake and you can hear the rattlesnake shaking its tail, that is fear. That is natural. You're to get away. Or you're in a room where there's no light and you feel there's a spider. You need to get up, turn on the light, find a spider, make sure it's not a black widow or a brown recluse. God has given man natural fear. You have to find where your natural fear uh, threshold is and when it begins to slip over into a satanic demonic fear. There's a difference. Now if you fear dying because you're going to get a flu then that is not natural. 
these we're going to move into a different world and this world is going to be more supernatural so I'm presenting it to you now because we're going to talk about more of this in the future but for right now I'm going to go to a break Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners, family owned and operated since 1970. We use the latest non-toxic green cleaning systems and state-of-the-art tensioning units to assure a quality and consistent finish. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, from wedding gowns to sleeping bags, we do it all. For info and directions, call us at 970-775-0623. Again, 970-775-0623. In 1964, a 10-cent dime bought you 10 cents worth of stuff. Today, we sell this silver dime for well over $2. This silver dime will buy you the same amount as it did in 1964, and it will buy you the same amount in 2030, 2040, and well beyond. Call 800-951-0592, the Patriot Trading Group, your gold and silver experts. 800-951-0592. The creation of the cell phone has been an incredible technological advancement with many conveniences. At the same time, it became the largest vulnerable device the world has ever seen and destroys any privacies you think you may have. At any given time, multiple governmental agencies or hackers can be listening to your cell phone calls or intercepting your texts. Because of this invasion of privacy, the defense enabling and assisting framework known as DEF, was developed to keep your personal and digital cell phone transmissions protected. To learn more, visit us at DEFProtection.com. That's DEFProtection.com. Make sure your calls, texts, and all digital transmissions are cloaked at all times. That's DEFProtection.com. Remember, privacy is freedom. Finding it hard to buy high-quality beef that supports local ranchers and doesn't break the bank? Look no further, because High Country Custom Beef is your local beef partner. From the Ely Ranch northwest of Steamboat Springs, backed by the experience of five generations of cattle ranchers, you can buy high-quality Angus beef direct from us, the ranchers. Lock in today's lower prices before October 15th in bulk packages or box sets at hccbeef.com. That's hccbeef.com. High Country Custom Beef. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com. So that ends another three-hour program. Podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. The Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church. Well, to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. The programs will be there Monday through Thursday. The Present Truth will be on the podcasts also from 2 to 3. We're going to move into, and I'm going to now, I think, in the weeks to come, I'm going to talk more about the gifts and the talents and the uh, 
the, what we have been given through the baptism of the Holy Spirit and all of these tools that God has given us for warfare because we're going to have to use them. Like with the friend that would have the kidneys that would hurt. The Lord would wake me up and I'd pray for him. Many other experiences like that. But uh, again, in the, in the fourth world, the Christians that are in these these prisons, they have to have miracles daily. If they don't have them, they're not going to make it. And I'll tell you what, many of them, spiritually speaking, are content, they're healthy spiritually, they have a relationship with the Lord, the Lord meets them, uh, God is their source, He is everything to them. This is what God wants, even though we live in such a sophisticated culture, we have access to everything. God wants us to have that experience where He is everything that we need. And uh, we're going to move into that world. So, now the uh, contact information is the Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box A72, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And uh, the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com, the podcast section. I, uh, again, I am planning, I think we need to now begin to talk more about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We have the virtues and we have the gifts, the giftings. The giftings are going to be vital in the world that we're moving into and the giftings are going to be best demonstrated in Revelation chapter 11, the verses about the two witnesses. These two witnesses in Revelation 11, they are functioning with all the giftings that God has given His children. And the, they function and their authority is with what they speak and with the giftings and the anointing that they will have upon them to have a sensitivity to everything that Christ will require them to pronounce in their judgments upon the world. I know that uh, it's much deeper, but this is the only way I can present it to you. These two witnesses are born again, and they are very gifted. They are very inner life. They are the, the finest Christians ever in the history of the church age. That time is now. We're moving into that time. God bless you. God bless you. See you next week. Rick Rodriguez. 1360KHNC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, 